0: opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101.
0: SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO Manager for MediaWiz.
2: Hey, John. Hey, Ross. Hey, everybody how's you doing today I am doing outstanding busy day uh, but i'd love to take a break to do the show whenever we can it's awesome
0: excellent yeah that's nice when we can finally do a live you know schedules don't necessarily permit all the time uh, very true very yeah. true so today we have a great guest on the show um, and and, uh, and martin and thank you for being nice and giving us a very english way of speaking pronouncing your name uh his name is martin <laughs> Bike, an seo consultant from one to com, and uh martin's from uh, is on the show tonight f- with us from the netherlands what time is it over there right now
3: hi thanks for having me at first um there's uh the moment uh, five after 10 p.m so a bit late but usually Happy this is the time day. i start working uh, on the project
2: See now, if I was doing the show that late, Ross, we'd have trouble because I'd have a free couple, couple glasses of wine. I mean, by now, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> wine. Oh, you're you're softcore. You could be going hardcore. You like that little rum or rye, or. <laughs> 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 well, uh, Martin is um, has been uh, well. He's made a name for himself over the last, the last while. And one of the things that actually drew me to him was a. Awesome article that is has been nominated for a semi called. Uh, let me see here. Where's my notes? Uh, it is called KML and sitemaps for SEO. Um, read the article. Found it so good that I knew I had to have you on the show, man. Uh, um, can you give our listeners a, a sort of a general overview of
3: the article? The article is um, about KML. KML is um, a bit like uh, XML. It's uh, a document format designed. Uh, to contain geo information so information about your business or anything that has to do with the location and kml is very interesting from an seo perspective as it is a preferred standard by google
2: so real quick what's the difference from a? I i know this is a beginning show but really what makes a difference between xml and kml i mean you said it's based on location is that the tags in the feed or, or can you give us a little more color on that
3: yeah, exactly. It's it's the tags in the feed, it's it's the header information, and it, it contains information about placemarks. Uh, placemarks are places. Um, and it can contain all kinds of information, not just uh, uh, places, but also uh, rectangular uh, areas. But those are all too advanced for this uh, subject at the moment. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, so... It- KML, essentially, if a person were to add this to their site, first of all, um, so everyone knows, uh, I, I've been doing a little bit of work with this myself, uh, mostly thanks to, uh, to this, this article that gave me a bit of a, a kick in the butt and got my butt in gear and learning a bit more about it. KMLs are essentially downloadable files, aren't they? There's something you can actually get created within Google Earth.
3: Earth, exactly, and also within uh, Google Maps itself, but with the My Maps feature. It, there you can design your own maps. For example, if you were on a hunting trip, you can uh, uh, plot your route, and then it will be stored uh, online as a KML.
0: Okay, and now this KML, how does it help someone if they put it on their website?
3: Well, first of all, the KML needs to be embedded in uh, a sitemap, just like a regular sitemap. Uh, um, And the sitemap can then be uploaded to Google Webmaster Tools. And uh, because Google Webmaster Tools is, uh, well, you have to verify your website in Google Webmaster Tools to get full advantage of it. So uh, in that way, you're giving Google um, an indication of that you're a verified or trusted source and uploading, for example, the KML file with your business information. And that's why it is important for Google Maps uh, having your
2: business there. So so does Google take that more seriously than just, say, like the geotags you would normally find?
3: Yes, exactly. I, KML is a preferred standard by Google, and not only because, uh, well, they bought Keyhole, and the K in KML stands for Keyhole.
2: Mm-hmm. So it can, was a company
3: that uh, designed the KML uh, standard.
2: Okay, okay so just, just for our listeners, and just so everybody's on the same page, can you kind of explain the difference between the KML and the geotag? Sorry, the the the, the geotags. The difference between geotags and the KML within the, the sitemap.
3: Yeah, I think with geotags you're you're meaning the um, the tags in in the meta header of the. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, those Sorry. are often used for um, location-based targeting. For example, if your website is or if your company is located somewhere in the Netherlands, or if your website is in the Netherlands, uh, Google finds the geo header information important, for example, for um, targeting, geo-targeting of AdWords or AdSense campaigns.
2: So does, does, this, does this, the the, the KML site maps do they um, work with in conjunction with or override when you set your location in, like, Webmaster tools, you go in and you say, I verified my site and my site is in the Netherlands. How do those work together? To be honest,
3: um, in what- the tools you can define uh, the location of your website but for example if you run a corporate business and you have many uh, storefronts of uh, of your business uh, those are not really related to the geo settings of your website it might for example if you have an international company which is based for example in in the Netherlands it uh, it's uh, logical to have the settings of the website and the geo references to set to the Netherlands Okay, so, so the, the, the best, for the best version of the website, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: So, when it comes to um, geotags, and just so anyone knows, if you want to know more about what a geotag is, that's the one that was in the header. Um, uh, my uh, associate Scott Van has a article right now on our, our site about that. Um, just a bit of an overview of what it is on stepforth.com. But um, <clears throat> the, the question I have is with these geotags, I, I read that uh, one of the Google employees said it was actually pretty much ignored. Um, I, I assume he meant in terms of organic search. So really, is the geotag going to have any uh, benefit in terms of a citation for a local business ranking, or is it all uh, geo sitemap files?
3: Um, well, a, site, a citation is a bit something different. I'll explain that a bit later. Um, the geo, well. To be honest, I never use the geo he- uh, tag in the header. So, uh, because of okay. of to me, it's not of any use uh, in Google. And the uh, reason why I'm saying Google is that here in the Netherlands, Google has a market share of ninety five percent. And uh, the geo header tag might be working in Bing or Yahoo, but uh, it's not very an important factor to focus for me.
0: Okay, I and mean, sorry about the citations. I, I, what I was trying to get at was whether or not the geo. Sa- um, Geotag had any any um, impact on reinforcing your location, so that you, you perhaps got a better ranking in, in the the t- local ten pack. What people see when they do a search in their local area.
3: Yeah. Well, no. From my point of okay. perspective, from my perspective, no.
0: Okay. So the geo the KML the geo sitemap file would that have that would help though.
3: Uh, well, not admitted by Google, but they say it's a very important uh, thing. And, uh, well, as it is being uploaded to the Webmaster Tools, it is a verified source. And as uh, spam, for example, is a big problem in Google Maps, um, well, it's just doing the math and they might think of uh, using it as an authenticated source uh, instead of the, the wiki-like editing uh, in Google Maps.
0: Okay, great. Well, before we get into another question, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk a little more about uh, Geo Sitemaps, or and an answer to any questions John has. Yep. SEO
1: 101 will be back right after recess.
0: Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncredit.com brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective, sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Credit tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's conversion credit tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com.
3: affiliate Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No as a ladies. Hey, Daily, make it mad, dash, Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agree that money is what you need need. You can be paid for sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. We become a state of the art of tracking. With
1: Affiliatecontracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest, our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Hire conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. Affiliatecontracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you've found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. With John hare Carcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of step Forward Web Marketing, Inc., we're joined today by Martin Bike, an SEO consultant from onetomarket.com. And before the break, we were discussing GeoSite maps and, uh, Martin's, uh, semi-nominated article, which is just awesome. And, uh, I believe, John, you were just about to have a question.
2: Well, I, I, do, I do have a question, but I don't want to take all our time with Martin talking about sitemaps It's a great topic, but, this, but Martin knows a lot about local search in general. I just wanted to kind of pick his brain a little bit on some other aspects as well, if we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Martin, just just from a local search perspective um i got a a lot of people coming and asking me about local search they have you know 10 or 12 locations uh, 100 locations but i also have the people come to me they've got just one brick and mortar store in their neighborhood and they want to know if local search will do anything for them how do you approach what's the difference between those when you got a, a a brand that has 100 locations versus a mom and pop shop how do you approach those do you do it differently or is it the same approach either way
3: no, um, I'd approach them differently for if it's just one storefront. And, um, well, if you're a travel agency with just one storefront, um, it's almost impossible to get a ranking in, in, the, in the local search spot because that's a very competitive business. But if you're just, uh, like I said, a brick-and-mortar store selling uh, hardware or, or anything, I just uh, register myself. That's the first and most important step. Register your business with the local business center from Google, and then um, choose for phone verification, and then uh, almost instantly you're added to Google Maps. Um, opposed to when you have many storefronts, uh, you can upload a feed of all your businesses to uh, business locations to uh, the Google Business Center, and they will get activated over time. There's only one disadvantage with uh, bulk upload feeds, that they're not as uh, a trusted source as with manual verification, but there is the option to uh, apply for a whitelisting so that your feed gets uh, accepted by Google right away. Excellent. But of course, you will have to follow the Google guidelines. Of course. Of
2: course.
3: the Google guidelines.
0: So how do you apply for that whitelisting? Is it, is, is it an obvious process?
3: Uh, yeah, I think nowadays there is a link in the local business center uh, to upload the feed, and there must be a link somewhere in, in the help center to apply for the whitelisting. Uh, otherwise, uh, I can uh, put up the link on my blog so uh, for people to look it up. In a map. And,
2: and normally that link doesn't appear unless you do have hundreds of locations. Would that link it wouldn't appear for like a mom and pop shop, would it?
3: Uh, well, I think the link is always there in in the is help center anyway.
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: I'm I'm not sure, but anyway. Okay. Um,
0: Now, uh, was it just last week you spoke at SMX Stockholm?
3: Yes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. How How was the conference?
3: The conference was great. Was cool and also in Stockholm was very nice. uh, Well organized by uh, uh, media, by the media company. I forgot the name. Sorry.
0: no problem I was just wondering so I know you made a presentation can you give some of our listeners a couple of the highlights
3: uh, yes um, it was a, a case study in the advanced track of SMX and it was about uh, boat company uh, lovers in Amsterdam um, and actually it might, might sound a bit uh, dull but uh, the boat company camel cruise business in Amsterdam is the, the second most touristic attraction in the Netherlands uh, there's quite some revenue involved and the uh, Well, they have multiple uh, stores or ticket boxes where people can buy their tickets, and also they sell a lot of tickets uh, online uh, nowadays. So what we did was register all those uh, ticket box locations in the local business center. That's the most important step, as I said earlier. And uh, what is also very important is to track how your campaign is actually performing. So um, it's easy to set up uh, Google URL parameters if you're using Google Analytics. Uh, any other uh, tracking software might do the trick as well, but uh, you might choose a different approach. Uh, important is to um, have a vanity URL. For example, if you have location one, choose, for example, uh, www.website.com uh, location one, slash location one, and uh, use a 301 redirect to let it uh, redirect to the website with the campaign uh, parameters attached. If you don't use a vanity URL with a 301 redirect, um, Google might accept the URL with campaign parameters, but uh, I've seen in many cases that the listing gets deactivated or uh, loses uh, ranking in, in after about one or two months. There's a glitch in the system
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> a glitch at Google, really? <laughs>
3: Never admitted. I'm sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Never admit it, exactly. Yeah, and when you have uh, some data available uh, in your campaign, in in your analytics software, it is important to know what your visitors are doing, uh, because we're talking about local search here, and local searchers uh, tend to have a really different approach on websites. Their browsing behavior is different. Most of the time, they're looking for location information. Um, So it is important to know uh, where your visitors are navigating, and most often that is a contact page or uh, some description of how to get to your business, or it might as well be an online conversion as well, but just get into your web analytics software and determine what is the right landing page for the local search campaign and steer your visitors in the right direction, so to get the best uh, conversion uh, rate right out of it, or phone calls. well, phone calls you can track, really track phone calls here in the Netherlands. Uh, I so think it's possible in, in the U.S. in Canada.
2: So, so you mentioned Google Analytics a couple times, and and I know personally I've had some battles with with a universal search and trying to pull data out of um, an organic listing when someone comes in through either news or one of those universal search um, add-ons in the organic search. Do you have any ways that we can track from the one box or the ten pack um, off of organic through Google Analytics?
3: Yeah, exactly. Well, adding the um, URL parameters in your business listing automatically adds the parameters to the, the local listings in, in regular organic. I mean in the maps listing in organic. So in that way, you always know what traffic is coming from, from search. For other universal search options, um, I've written a tutorial on searchcowboys.com explaining how to do that in Google Analytics, setting up filters. Uh, so you can measure if uh, traffic has come from from a news source or an image source or uh, uh, Google-based product feeds.
2: Excellent. Because there, are
3: some, there is some trick going underwater with uh, Google parameters in the URL to know where, what the origin was in, in the,
2: so, in so, the search result pages. Yeah. So to recap your answer about local search, though, when you set up your listing in your um, local business center, you want to add some type of parameter to your URL so that you can track it through analytics in the one box or the 10-pack. Is that what, is yes, what you're exactly. recommending? That's, that's a good tip, very good tip. Listen, everybody, that's a good tip.
3: <laughs> I wrote, if you, if you type in tracking local in, in Google, uh, the post the guest post in Mike Brunfell's blog, should pop up, and it, it explains thoroughly how to do it. Excellent. In even three different ways.
0: Perfect. Well, we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to tie up the show. Uh, I've got a couple more questions. So hopefully, we can whip off here, and, and then we'll, we'll be done. So thank you. Okay.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: Your company's website sucks. You know it, everybody knows it
3: So get a to-do list to fix it
0: On Target, a subscription service from FutureNow and Brian Eisenberg Monitors your website 24-7 Analyzing the actions of every potential customer It
3: gives you a to-do list It tells you exactly what to fix
0: and how to fix it So that more of your visitors do
3: what you need them to do On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month See more at
1: futurenowinc.com
2: Slash OnTarget
1: Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community.
0: I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending.
1: With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO driven CMS.
0: localpages.com bringing your neighborhood to you search engine marketing formulated for web 2.0 SEM synergy live broadcast wednesdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm
1: okay class Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Percut, SEO manager for MediaWiz and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We are joined today by Martin Bike, an SEO consultant from one Before the break, uh, we were discussing uh, a whole myriad of things, and I've already uh, moved on in my mind to the next few questions here, so I'll just jump right to it. Um,
2: Just
0: a quick recap. It was about actually tracking URLs through the one box and such. Um, Martin, if someone already, just for the the small businesses out there, if someone already has a map listing, can they change that URL and add tracking parameters?
3: Yes, of course. Well, if someone is already in Google Maps, first thing to make sure is that, uh, they actually have verified that listing because the listing available might have been uh, something Google has put there by aggregating all kinds of information about your business uh, from, for example, the Yellow Pages or other portals. And while you might think your business is there, you might have not actually claimed it and verified it. And that is very important. Once you have verified it, you can just uh, change the URL and uh, add your uh, tracking parameters.
2: So uh, real quick, I know one of the most important things in local search is to make sure all your information is is the same throughout all the different, you know, variations of local search, yellow pages, city search. You want your information to be the same. If you add a tracking URL to say the Google one and you add a different tracking URL to City Search and a different tracking URL to Yahoo, so you know where all this traffic's coming from, is that going to impact your your listings at all?
3: No, if you set the tracking parameter correctly using the hash sign, uh, it should be ignored. So um, in that way, the URL would just be, uh, well, make sure the part before the, the parameters are, are the same. Okay. So if you have, if you add location one, uh, make sure you add location one on all sides uh, in the same way. Uh, but uh, tracking parameters should be ignored, or even better, set them up by using a 301 read, so they are not visible uh, through search or yellow pages. Okay. a no, good tip.
0: How complex, like, uh, one of the things I've heard about, uh, I think it was at uh, one of the SMX conferences I was at recently, uh, was that how you write your address is very important. But it seems to me that's very simplistic. So, for example, uh, my address is, uh, I, I used to type in 101, that was our suite, dash, and then the uh, building, so 26 Bastion Square, whereas now I'm doing it, 26 Bastion Square, suite 101. I would hope that the, the, the search packages or, or the search engines are smart enough to see that that's the same address, but I've heard otherwise that you've got to stick to the same syntax. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Well, uh, what comes to mind to me is a quote I heard on um, SMX in Stockholm is um, don't ever let the stupid computers at the search engines determine what's right or wrong. So, uh, <laughs> the best way is to write it in, in the correct way and, um, do that across all your business listings because uh, what Google is doing is, is merging all that information. And as soon as they're picking up something that is different, uh, they think it might be just another listing and, uh, it's more like, like a snowball adding data all the time, but, or adding snow all the time, and, and the bigger the ball gets, the stronger it gets. Um, but yeah, if, if the address information, for example, across uh, verticals is wrong, is uh, it might get messy in Google Maps. And you're losing strength of your, your business listing in, in a ranking perspective as well.
2: Hmm, so, sure. so, I have to make a quick comment here, Ross. Are you telling me that you really are SEO 101? Your your address is
0: 101 too. <laughs> <laughs> is point. I didn't even realize that. You're right. I am too.
2: Okay, just had to bring that up.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> the little things we just don't notice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Martin, I I've got oodles of questions left. I think we're gonna have to get you back on the show if you're if you're willing. Yeah, um, well, sure. Great, John. Um, you probably do too, I mean, it's oh especially
2: Martin. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, if people have any questions, I'm also on
3: Twitter, of course, and uh, there's a lot of information on in my blog. So, so
2: right. can you give us the URL to your to your blog so everybody can well, it, it it's down? It's my
3: very difficult name, <laughs> <laughs> but for, for those of, uh, I think I put up a redirect to ML which should be working actually. <laughs> If you just type in localseo.nl, it doesn't read you right through my website.
2: Localsco.nl. Got it.
3: Yeah. Or martinbike.net, I think. I thought of all of these things for international reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very
0: much. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, we'd like to add Twitter IDs here. So uh, first of all, Martin, what was your Twitter ID again?
3: Um, Martin Bike
2: yes ha- sorry again <laughs> the, the <name.
3: laughs> okay. well,
2: he's got so it on his up. website okay. he does yeah, have no, website so, I got it
3: on my website exactly
0: <laughs> well thank you very much for coming again and, and John thanks a lot thank you for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm it's on uh, every Monday at 2pm Pacific 5pm Eastern and we hope you tune in next week for our next show
3: thanks for having me